Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. This is the Lombardi Line with former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now here is your host, Femi Abbafe, on VSEN, the sports betting network. Welcome back. This is hour number two of the Lombardi Line, presented by BetMGM. Femi Abbafe, alongside Mike Pritchard, filling in for Michael Lombardi, who's enjoying a little bit of time off. Pritch, of course, played nearly a decade in the National Football League, former first-round pick, national championship wide receiver. For the Colorado Buffs, we, 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 we got to get the talk to Dion. We're going to get the Buffs back. Now. I got to get you a Prime Coach Prime shirt. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Is, yeah. is it just to say Prime on it? or Coach Prime. Say, well, you know what? Oh, it Coach. says Prime. Colorado Prime on it, I think. Yeah. Prime you. Yeah, under, all right. <laughs> <laughs> it's turning into that. <laughs> we'll get the situation in Boulder later on this yeah. offseason <laughs> and, and what's going on over there. But later in this hour, we have Charles Arbuckle. NFL analyst and host of Chopping It Up with Buck coming up in 15 minutes. Thomas Gable, race and sportsbook director over at the Borgata in 30 minutes to talk some college troops and also the aftermath of UFC 285. But, Pritch, let's begin this hour number two talking about the NFC. Mm -hmm. Because yesterday we did the way-too-early division odds in the AFC. Interesting discussion with the teams and like the potential quarterback shuffle because we feel like there's an imbalance between these two conferences. The AFC has all the premier established quarterbacks. The NFC has Jalen Hurts and then the rest of the NFC right. is what they have. <laughs> right. So I think with that, though, there is some opportunity to maybe get ahead of some things in this conference. So the division that I wanted to start with here in the NFC was the NFC East because mm-hmm. that's where the, all the premier big market teams are. Philadelphia Eagles, the defending conference champions, plus 120 to repeat as NFC East champions. Now, keep in mind, no team has repeated as an NFC East winner right. since 2004. So stow that away. Cowboys plus 190, Giants plus 450, Commanders are at 8-1 to one here. If you had to place a bet on March 5th, which of those teams would you wager on to win the NFC East crown? I, I mean, uh, the Eagles... Uh, check all the boxes. I mean, they they really do. I mean, the Cowboys, a little bit of a transition situation with coordinator and play calling the duties and all that. Um, but the Eagles, I think, have established something uh, with their blueprint. You know, the makeup of that football team, uh, everybody except uh, A.J. Brown were, was drafted by the Eagles on offense. You know, defensively, Howie Roseman, I, I think that guy has been phenomenal in terms of evaluating talent, adding talent. They're going to lose some players, but he knows how to replace them. 
Uh, and so I think the process and the blueprint is already there. Uh, therefore, the consistency. Jalen Hurts, he's going to get better. Yep. He is not done. Uh, so, no, I, I think everything uh, is clicking uh, for the Eagles. Uh, I believe they're the favorite. They should be the favorite anyway. And, I, you know, if I were to bet right now on that division, it would be for the Eagles. Dallas is an interesting conversation just because I don't know how much room they have to get better mm. given the cap situation mm -hmm. and also kind of how they go about free agency, which is really to sit on the sidelines the first week, maybe 10 days, and then kind of get in on that secondary wave right. where the guys, they're not really impactful players, but they can help fill out your roster. Mm -hmm. So I don't see Dallas getting that much better. The Giants, though, at plus 450 with the Jones uncertainty at quarterback. We talked a little bit about that in the first hour. Saquon Barkley, if they end up using the tag on Jones, Barkley now becomes an unrestricted free agent to where he's probably one of the best running backs to be on the open market in quite some time. I, there could be a chance to where the Giants kind of have some shuffling around their decks as well there with their two biggest names being Jones and Barkley. Yeah, I mean, Dayball got so much from that roster too. Uh, and yeah. uh, There was he, no juice left to squeeze. No, <laughs> there order. was not. There was not. And now you got to upgrade it. Now you got to get um, better talent, better players in there, and that that could be time consuming. You know, we'll, we'll see what the Giants can do uh, during off seasons for sure. And then you know, you think about uh, free agency, what that can entail for them. But no, they they squeezed everything out of that, what they had there with that roster, and uh, it, it still came up short. So I think the Giants, although commendable, have a lot of work to do. Uh, you know, if they don't come to a decision on Daniel Jones, they're looking for a quarterback and. Okay, which quarterback is going to step in uh, and pick up where Daniel Jones left off or, or even exceed uh, what Daniel Jones established, right? And, and to me, I mean, I don't know how many quarterbacks are, are going to be able to do that right away out there with New York. Yeah, they, they have a good coaching staff with Brian mm -hmm. Dayball and then Wink Martindale, at defensive coordinator. So maybe they can figure this thing out. But yeah. I feel like there's a lot of transition there in the Meadowlands there. The commander's at 8-1. to one. Mm -hmm. I feel like we got to see what's going to go on at quarterback. It sounds like it could be Sam Howell who ends up being the QB there, but... Their defense should be solid. They got some playmakers. Yeah. Maybe they can make a run at it, but I don't know how much confidence you'd have in Washington. You know, Femi, I, I was telling you this before the show. I did an interview with um, Nikki Javala. She uh, covers the, the Washington commanders uh, for the Washington Post. And um, it, it was regarding Eric Bieniemy and the situation becoming an assistant head coach and an offensive coordinator. Um, but the thought process out there in Washington is that they're more confident now. Um, the separation of the business side of things to where the football operations is now on, on the same page, mm -hmm. the football operations that it gives them a lot of confidence in that building. And they believe that they're very, very talented out there uh, in Washington. Like you said, the biggest question mark though, uh, for that franchise is quarterback. Is it going to be Hal or somebody else going to step up or are they going to find uh, another opportunity with a different quarterback? I mean, everything is on the table for that, but the fact that Washington knows and is focused on, Getting it right at quarterback tells you a lot about what they think inside that building, though. How about the NFC North, where the favorite is the Restore the Roar, Detroit Lions, <laughs> I know, plus 150. I know. How about that? The Lions, plus 150. Vikings, who won the division a year ago, plus 270. Green Bay, plus 310. Maybe baking in that mm -hmm. Rodgers is probably going to move on. Could be Jordan Love. That's the starter there in week one for the Packers. And then you have the Chicago Bears at plus 475. Green Bay almost feels like it's a little bit of a value play there at plus 310. Ooh. I'm curious to get your thoughts. Value because of A.A. Ron or value because of Jordan Love? or Love looks solid in the, in, yeah. in, in the stint that he played against the Eagles this past season. He looks solid, and that was just like, what, 
a quarter and a half or okay. a quarter and a half of football. But I, I mean, the Lions got so hot last year. They did. Um, you know, overcoming some demons on the road, but then the demons showed up on the road uh, in Carolina. That kind of hurt their chances there. The Vikings, though. I mean, the Lions are close. They really are close. And we'll get into this a little bit later on in the show. Um, but, you know, free agency can can propel the Vikings uh, past the situation that they went through last year. Close mm-hmm. games, right? You know, if they do some things defensively or through free agency, uh, I mean, Kirk Cousins going into perhaps a final year situation too. Uh, it's, like, it's like they're going to be all in, it feels yeah. like, for the Vikings. Whereas the Lions are up and coming, but yet closing the gap or close the gap and now the favorite. So, I mean, there's going to be a lot of people taking a shot at that. I know that. But yeah. The Lions at plus 150. I think the Lions are probably going to be one of the more popular bets yeah. like, as the sexy dark horse right. team to maybe win a Super Bowl or win the NFC because everyone wants to rally around that team after we saw hard knocks last year and then the way that they ended the season, winning about like what seven of their last eight games or so. Mm-hmm. Really impressive run by Detroit. The NFC South, I think, is the one division where we can see the biggest change in the odds because there's uncertainty for all four of these teams at the quarterback position. Panthers and Saints are the co-favorites at plus 210. Bucks are plus 330. Mm-hmm. No, Tom Brady is no longer there. He's retired, at least for now. He's done. Well, hey, it, was, it was last year's Selection <laughs> Sunday when he said, hey, guys, I'm back. Yeah. So we, we got to wait. We got to get through Selection <laughs> Sunday first. Uh, the Falcons are plus 390. We talked a little bit about them being in perhaps the Lamar Jackson sweepstakes. One of these teams is going to get a good quarterback. I would imagine Carr could go to one of these uh, teams. Carolina, New Orleans, those guys are interested here. Which team would you want to kind of take a risk on to get ahead of a line move? I mean, Will Hill was on the program on Lombardi line, uh, you know, and uh, recently, and he talked about the Falcons being a surprise team, you know, anticipation mm-hmm. of quarterback and what they're going to do at quarterback. And uh, they have a key decision coming up uh, in a matter of weeks, really. Uh, I think when free agency or, or the new league year begins, you know, how aggressive do the Falcons want to be, you know? And uh, I tell you what, uh, Arthur Smith and, uh, you know, his ability with that offense and if that defense can improve, they got banged up last year, but they need to improve defensively too. But with this division being so wide open, I don't believe the Saints are a quarterback away. No, I don't, I, I don't believe that. I, I don't think the Panthers uh, and a new coach and a new system uh, is a quarterback away. Uh, and then Tampa is going to go back to being Tampa because there's no Tom Brady, right? And uh, I, I think the Falcons could be that surprise team, like Will Hill mentioned before. And uh, I agree with them on that, depending on the moves that they make, though. They're plus, what, 390 right there yeah. for the division. Yeah, if, if, if it's a team I would bet on, it would be the Atlanta Falcons yeah. in, in anticipation that maybe they're able to get Lamar Jackson. Because if they do, they would instantly become oh, a favorite to win right. that division by a pretty good margin. Final division to break down here, the NFC West. This is the one division where we have an odds-on favorite. That's the 49ers, minus 165. Huh. Rams, plus 330. Seahawks, plus 550. Cardinals, 14-1. to 1. A few years ago, this was the toughest division in football. Now, it feels like it's the Niners versus the rest. Yeah, value on the Seahawks, maybe plus 550. Maybe. Like, uh, like, right? Because I, it, it stands out. It, it does. I mean, the 49ers, I get it. Trey Lance is going to be healthy, but he still hasn't played a lot of football. Mm-hmm. And uh, Brock Purdy. I is mean, he going to be healthy? Well, they're going back and forth on surgery or no surgery. Yeah. Uh, so, I, you know, that clock is ticking there. Um, I, 
Yeah, I, I would not bet on the 49ers, even though I think they have a, a, an incredible roster. D'Amico's no longer there, so you got to replace him, and which they have. And Kyle, uh, as a play caller, is phenomenal. I get that. But Pete Carroll and the Seahawks, man, they they just keep doing it. And, and I think he's changed that culture back to that competitive culture. You know, when you win your job on Wednesdays, right? And, and everybody's competing for a job each and every week. So plus 550 for that type of culture, I, I think that's pretty solid. That's where I'd look as well. I mean, think about Geno Smith. He's what, a top five quarterback in the NFC? In the NFC, yeah, right, like, like, right. Like, you have a top five quarterback in the conference. Mm-hmm. You have a young roster. They knocked out the draft last year, getting five starters mm-hmm. in the draft. They have two first-round picks this year. They got some cap space. That's a team that can get better in the free agency and the draft to where maybe they end up surpassing the Rams and the odds and give the Niners all they could handle yeah. in that NFC West division. I think the, the Seahawks plus 550 would be the one that I would look at of all these teams in addition to the Atlanta Falcons at plus 390. All right, on the other side, we'll get back to the combine. Charles Arbuckle, NFL analyst, will give us his impressions from what he saw yesterday during the quarterback workouts. This is the Lombardi Line presented by BetMGM. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is the Lombardi Line with former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now here is your host, Femi Abebefe, on VSEN, the sports betting network. It is time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM has all your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state-issued ID to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Welcome back. This is the Lombardi Line. He's Mike Pritchard. I'm Femi Abebefe. We're hanging out here in downtown Las Vegas at the Circa Resort and Casino. And to help us talk some more combine, some news and notes, and some analysis from what we saw happen 
this weekend, and in particular yesterday with the quarterbacks, wide receivers, and the tight ends. We bring in our next guest. Played in the NFL for about six years, tight end, played for the Indianapolis Colts. We'll talk about what Indy might do in the draft. He is Charles Arbuckle, NFL analyst, also the host of Chopping It Up with Buck. Charles, or I should call you Buck, rather. <laughs> I hope all is well. Yesterday, from what you saw with the QBs, Richardson, Levis, Stroud, which one of those signal callers impressed you the most? You know, I think C.J. Stroud had a really, really strong day. But I, I also would say Richardson threw the ball well. But it, for me, guys, it's always one of those, that's just one sample size. So do you help yourself or do you hurt yourself in those? And I think both of those young men really improved their stock, along with Dorian Thompson-Robinson, who I think might have been a guy that wasn't going to even get drafted, to maybe helping himself because – he had the strongest arm velocity, which doesn't surprise me. But the thing with DTR, I've always said, is how do you take something off of the ball? And I think Bryce Young is still in the mix because I think what happens with this combine, now that they have fans in the stands, they allow more people to be there, is that it becomes a thing where this one session or pro day, a person can look great. But what does their tape say? I mean, what have they done for four years, three years, or however many years they've been in school and what have they done consistently? Anthony Richardson probably had to have the best day because of his lack of greatness on tape. When you watch his tape, there's some times where you see athletic moves, you see great things, but it's not a consistency to get the ball with accuracy to where it needs to be from this hash to the other hash. It's just little things like that. So I think the, the biggest piece for me was the guys that really helped themselves were a guy like C.J. Stroud that doesn't have a lot of tape, but what we've seen at the very end of his College career is in the, you know, just like boom, it, it, it stands out to you. I think that, those are the things that you're going to look at over the next course of a few weeks as they evaluate these things and kind of look at it, especially with teams that need and have a real strong need for quarterback, which are quite a few teams now. The, your team out there with Las Vegas, the Colts, the Panthers, there are a lot of folks that are in need of a quarterback. And do we miss on quarterbacks just because? there's a need this year or do you get the right quarterback because you have done your due diligence to really uh, investigate it? Yeah, absolutely, Charles. I mean, Anthony Richardson, from a betting perspective, uh, goes from plus 700 to uh, plus 300 uh, in terms of the number one overall pick. So, I mean, obviously uh, his athleticism uh, influenced the odds market that way. Another influence on the odds market too, though, was Bryce Young, who goes to a bigger favorite, a heavier favorite, if you will, minus 185 now from minus 165. Now, is that because he weighed 204 pounds? I mean, he's an eighth of an inch away from being 5'9". I don't understand why teams, when, when there's a track record out there of uh, lack of availability because of injury with these smaller quarterbacks, why do teams still uh, be, are, are inclined, uh, Charles, to go out there and select a guy uh, of this size, uh, of Bryce Young? So here's my thing with Bryce Young and Danny Cannell, who I had on the show yesterday, a quarterback guy. Danny and I have gone way back on some of the shows we used to have. And, you know, he's very opinionated. I am as well. But the one thing we kind of agreed on was with Bryce Young. It's the lack of stature that worries you. But I don't see Bryce Young, even in what he's been able to do in college, look to be the guy to run around like a Kyler Murray or do some of the things. I still see him as a Russell Wilson that will – run at the last possible second. He's slight, he's smaller, but I'm telling you guys, if you turn on tape and you watch him, some of the things he was able to do at the college level, it, it doesn't always translate, 
But think about who he had as an offensive coordinator his last year. I'm not a huge Bill O'Brien fan by any stretch of the imagination, especially as a pro coach. But Bill O'Brien was able to help Bryce Young understand first, second, third read, maybe even check down the things that you have to do in the college game. So him being slight is one thing and being smaller in stature, but I never really see Bryce Young looking to run first like some of the RPO quarterbacks that we see. I look at him really trying to find and manipulate people with his eyes and different things. I'm going to really dig into the tape this offseason to see even more because as I watch Alabama throughout the course of the year, that was what I saw with Bryce Young that made me think, yeah, he could be a first-round pick. He could be a first-day guy, the, the very highest pick. We just have to be concerned, is he going to try to run the ball like a Lamar Jackson? That's not his game. His game is to throw the football. And the way teams have worked now, the design where you can get out the pocket and move around, that makes it better for a shorter quarterback. The difference, to and to your point, uh, Pritch, I think can he withstand the rigors of the NFL? I don't know, but I do know what he's put on tape so far makes him the best quarterback in this class. Not from a physical standpoint, he's a big, strong, strapping guy. What I see from him is the ability to move people around and do it with his arm and his eyes, and that's something that's going to help him at the next level, even with his size. We're speaking with Charles Arbuckle, NFL analyst, former NFL tight end, also host of Chopping It Up with Buck. What should the Colts do at pick four? Should they move up, stay there, or, or maybe even move down, which I think indie fans might write if that's what happens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I, it's funny. Indy and, and the Carolina Panthers are in a very similar position. I know the Panthers are at nine, but you got to think about Indy is even probably worse, what they've had from a quarterback perspective since Andrew Luck retired. Just, just hear this. When Frank Tent Reich was there, they had Phillip Rivers, Carson Wentz, and Matt Ryan. All guys that I think, and especially Wentz, were really past the prime of where they needed to be, and it was more of a runner quarterback. They need a consistent guy that can help them. And it's going to be interesting to see with the Bears, because with them having Justin Fields, who has the most capital and who can give it up? I think that's the one thing that the Panthers may have over the Colts by the trade that they made with McCaffrey of being able to uh, jump ahead. So it's going to be interesting. The next couple of weeks, this combine has been, been good to attend, but I really think this, the work starts now because you're going to see who can jockey for that position. And if the Colts, to your point, don't move into the position to draft the number one or get the number one spot, if the Panthers don't do it or protect them, I mean, there's a lot of teams jockeying for that. And who is uh, who are the Bears going to say we need to get – where do we need the most bang and where we're going to get the most capital, to me, is going to make the, the long-term decision. And it's going to be interesting to see who can negotiate the best with the Bears to get that pick from them. So I, I'm curious to watch. I, I don't know where it's going to land, but I know the Colts and Panthers immediately jumped to mind, and there's the Texans, and there's a bunch of other teams that are trying to jockey for that number one spot you know, uh, because of what's going on. Yeah, you know, Charles, um, we're days away from the new league year uh, for the National Football League. Free agency is uh, rapidly approaching, too. Uh, you were just out at the Combine. Everybody in the football world was out there. Any rumblings, any news uh, in regards to some of these quarterbacks, these premier names that you hear about, the Derek Carrs, the Aaron Rodgers uh, of the world? There was a lot of buzz about Carr just because of the places he had gone. It was the Panthers was one, the Jets, and the Saints. I'm sure he had some other conversations, but those were the three teams that really stood out in the car sweepstakes. And what's interesting with that is 
if the Panthers at nine can't move up, they've had Sam Darnold, Baker Mayfield, and Teddy Bridgewater. You know, Sam Darnold and Baker Mayfield have just not been good at all. And so I would think with Carr, if they want to go in the route of, you know, grooming their younger quarterback, i.e. Matt Corral or, you know, Jacob Eason, or stay where they are, draft another quarterback, but get a veteran guy because the younger quarterbacks, Levis and Richardson, are not ready to play. I would think Carr would be a good fit for uh, the Carolina Panthers in that regard, but the Jets need a quarterback in the worst way, and the Saints do as well. So those were the, that was the biggest discussion point that I heard from folks that I talked to, uh, just where, where Derek Carr is going to go and the dominoes that can fall after that. Charles, we've got about 30 seconds left. Do you have a favorite tight end in this class here? We saw those guys working out yesterday after the QBs and wide receivers exited the field. Yeah, Michael Mayer is probably one of the the, the, the premier guys at the next level, and I think uh, Washington out of uh, Georgia. Mm-hmm. Those two kind of stood out to me. There's some other guys that, that gave a good account of themselves, but those two really had good days and uh, have good tape to, to, to match it up as well. He is Charles Arbuckle, NFL analyst, former NFL tight end, also host of Chopping It Up with Buck. Charles, we appreciate the time. Be well, and we hope to talk soon. All right, guys. I'll have a good one. Thank you. You too, Charles. Did you see the catch from Dwayne Washington at the combine where they were doing the fade drills? Caught it one-handed. He's like 6'7", 260. Oh, Darnell. Yeah. Yeah, Dar- yeah, 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 yeah. Darnell Washington. Yeah, he the was from Vegas, right down the street from my high school. And uh, his mother works with a friend of mine. Um, oh, he's phenomenal. He's a big, big guy, though. <laughs> he's massive. He's a massive. <laughs> right. Ran 4.64. Yep. Pretty good as well for that size. Thomas Gable from the Borgata joins us next here on the Lombardi Line. This is the Lombardi Line with former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now here is your host, Timmy Abebefe, on VSEN, the sports betting network. Become a VSIN Pro subscriber today and get everything you need to bet the madness this year for only $19. Whether you are filling out a bracket or betting against the spread, our team is here to get you ready for every game and every round of the tournament. Only VSIN Pro subscribers get unlimited access to our daily best bets, tools like our exclusive betting splits, plus our big dance bracket and betting guides. These guides feature in-depth breakdowns of all 68 teams, Cinderella selections, bracket predictions, and picks on every tournament game from VEASAN experts like Brent Musburger and Greg Hoops-Peterson. Sign up today to get the betting guides plus full access to VEASAN through the end of the tournament for only $19 at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Welcome back. This is the Lombardi Line presented by BetMGM. Femi Abebefe alongside Mike Pritchard in for Michael Lombardi. We just had Charles Arbuckle on in the last segment, host of Chopping It Up with Buck, NFL draft analyst and NFL analyst in general, played in the league as a tight end. Uh, Great stuff from Buck there that he brought up with uh, the dynamics Mm -hmm. for the quarterbacks and the top of the draft there. It's going to be exciting time with the NFL draft. We'll table that for now, though, because it's exciting times in college basketball and in other sports as well, as we bring in our guy, Thomas Gable, race and sportsbook director over at the Borgata. Thomas, hope all is well. Before we get to the hoops, we got to start with what we saw last night at UFC 285. I mean, what a card that was. Two electric title fights, one a little longer than the other one. But I saw that you guys, Ben Fox, tweeted this out, our VP of digital content here at VEASAN. You guys took a big bet on John Jones just before the fight, 107,000 to at minus 180. Uh, how'd you guys make out with the UFC 285 main event there between Jones and Cyril Gaon? Uh Well, good morning, both of you. You know, the uh, Jones was certainly getting bet pretty heavily throughout the day and, and the night. So 
the way that that ended up for us wasn't wasn't a great uh, decision for us. <laughs> um, in, in fact, probably most of these fights didn't really go our way. Um, uh, lower down the card, Gamrot there, he got the uh, split decision over Turner. Um, that one, that was a fight that really a lot of sharps were betting Gamrot throughout the week. Um, uh, really, the only one that did go well for us was was Grasso pulling off the upset. Um, that at least. Uh, stop the bleeding for us a little bit, but uh, yeah, I mean, overall, I, I mean, I think we said yesterday it could have been like a top five, uh, handle for UFC, for UFC bout for us. Uh, I definitely think that was the key. Maybe even top three when I start going back through, uh, through the history here for us. So it was a, a tremendous handle. I mean, I'll say this, the UFC yesterday out handled college basketball for us. And that's uh, a rarity, uh, because we typically write a lot of college basketball business, but this card last night, uh, it was just a very heavily bet card and, uh, it's great to see. I mean, and the people who are betting it, they have a little bit more money in their pockets today. Yeah, Thomas, I'm one of them because I was aligned with you with uh, Grasso right there. Last minute, last minute bet oh, for me. <laughs> last minute, but I got on the app. But hey, the watch party that I was at too, Thomas, I mean, it was, it was packed. Um, like I used to say in high school, booty to booty in there. Uh, you could not move, Thomas. So uh, that's great for the books, uh, indeed. Yeah, well, well, kudos to you for having Grasso because uh, there wasn't much action on her here. So th- that one went our way. Yeah, Alexa Grasso was 7-1 to yeah. one at some <laughs> shops to go ahead and beat Valentina yeah. Shevchenko. We're speaking with Thomas Gable, race and sportsbook director over at the Borgata. Thomas, let's transition back to college basketball Houston, the number one rated team in the country, taking on Memphis. Tip-off in less than 30 minutes over there at the FedEx Center there. And the Cougars, four-and-a-half-point favorites, total 144-and-a-half. Kind of how do you see this one playing out, the regular season finale in the AAC? Yeah, so uh, we have uh, these two teams met just on uh, February 19th uh, when Houston was a 14-point favorite. Uh, They won by eight at home there, but... uh, Memphis was without uh, Kendrick Davis, their six-foot senior guard, who is the leader of that Memphis team. He's the conference's all-time leading scorer, and with him back in the lineup, uh, the Tigers are looking to gain some momentum here heading into the postseason. Uh, they're they're in the tournament and looking at a 10 or 11 seed right now, but I think a win over the number one team in the country will certainly bolster their resume. And with Alabama and Kansas losing yesterday, Houston has a chance to, to creep into the number one overall seed uh, for the tournament, but obviously a loss here today would negate that. So I expect this game to have a, a tournament game-type atmosphere in Memphis. The crowd is going to be electric. Uh, we've seen some early money on Memphis when the line opened at five and a half. It, it's dipped down to five now. Uh, Houston has not been a profitable team, ATS, recently. Uh, only going one and four ATS in their last five games. And looking at the total in this one, it's it's down a half a point from the opener. Uh, Houston has a top 10 defense in the country. Uh, one of the reasons I really like this team overall and and really enjoy watching them is just how they play defense in particular. Memphis not too shabby on defense either. And in that first meeting between these uh, two teams, they both combined for 28 turnovers. Memphis shot pretty well from three in that game. They hit 40%, but I think this total is exactly where it should be. Uh, it certainly seems, though, that all the momentum coming into this one, at least as far as the market goes, is with Memphis. Uh, so not a surprise that uh, people are back in the dog here. 
You know, Thomas, I'm doing some uh, conference attorney prep as well as uh, NCAA attorney prep as well. And uh, I'm curious about this uh, situation with Houston. I mean, it's plus 650. They're plus 650, right? Uh, Odds win a championship. Mm -hmm. And it's like, uh, are you seeing betters kind of getting out in front uh, of that situation? Like you just mentioned, it could be the number one overall seed for the tournament. Uh, But we'll have to wait and see on that. But are you seeing any any action that way in regards to people jumping on Houston right now? Yeah, for sure. We Houston is one of the teams we have liability on, and even though they, they've pretty much been one of the favorites all year, and uh, you know, right now, whether it's plus six fifty, plus six dollars, uh, depending where you're where you're looking around, or somewhere in that range, um, people are still betting them. And uh, you know, this is this is a Cougars team that I I really like last year. I, I um, you know, you could get obviously a much more attractive number last year. They made a nice run. Uh, but, uh, this team, you know, the iteration of this team, I think this year, I mean, this is, uh, even better and, uh, they, they are just going to be, um, extremely tough out for anyone in the tournament with the way that they play, uh, especially on the defensive end. Um, for me, it's just a joy to watch, to watch them play. Uh, they're kind of a throwback in many ways. How about Illinois and Purdue over in the Big Ten? This game's going to tip off in an hour in West Lafayette. Boilermakers, seven-point home favorites, senior day, total 140. Yeah, so Illinois comes in here on that thrilling double overtime victory over Michigan, and uh, Purdue beat Wisconsin the last time out by two. Uh, So interesting matchup is Illinois' size really factors into their success. You know, their strength comes down low, and it kind of has to because their outside shooting is so dreadful. They, they only shoot 30.9% from three, which puts them 333rd in the country. So they rely on playing inside. And that's going to present some interesting planning as they have to contend with Zach Eady, who's the, the front runner for National Player of the Year. He's averaging 22.1 points per game, 13.1 rebounds, 2.3 blocks per game. Uh, the question is, how much do we see Eady today? Is this game... Doesn't have any consequences for Purdue for conference tournament seeding. Um, Illinois, they typically rely on offensive rebounding. They're also a top 30 defense in the country. And again, outside the center position, the other positions uh, for the Illini have some bigger, longer kids, and the teams really have problems scoring inside uh, the arc on them. So they have the highest block percentage in the Big Ten. They're 10th nationally in, in that stat. Uh, Purdue may have to be content to just work the perimeter here today, but it is certainly an intriguing matchup as these teams, they haven't faced each other all year. Now we get to see the Illinois bigs go up against Edie. Uh, the big question for me though, is where does Illinois points come from in this one? If Edie does get plays normal minutes, I think Illinois is going to struggle to score. Thomas, we got about 45 seconds left here. This last game I wanted to get to, Michigan and Indiana. The Hoosiers are four-and-a-half-point home favorites, total 144-and-a-half. Haven't seen much movement in this market, but just this game and overall from Indiana, do you think that this is a team that can make a deep run in the NCAA tournament because they've swept Purdue twice, or so they beat them twice, I should say, uh, earlier this season? Yeah, I mean, they're clearly in the NCAA tournament, and in this game, and obviously the conference tournament for them can certainly help their seeding. Uh, I think they can make a nice run in, in the tournament. You know, Trace Jackson Davis, only player in Indiana basketball history with 2,000 points and 1,000 career rebounds. He's also their all-time leading shot blocker. 
I think they can cause some problems uh, for for people in the tournament, and they're currently sitting around thirty-five to one. So, I mean, if they can make a deep run, and you have a ticket of thirty-five to one, you can certainly uh, make some moves off of it. Off of that, um, uh, this game today against Michigan, uh, you know, Michigan has been showing up recently. They're four and zero ATS in their last four, but uh, let's face it, they're squarely on the bubble. So uh, they've let a lot of games slip away this season, and they're prone to these long scoring droughts. So. I, I like Indiana here today. Awesome stuff there from TG as always. Thomas Gable, race and sportsbook director over at the Borgata. Thomas, we'll talk to you soon. All right. Thank you, guys. That's music to my ears on the Hoosiers. Oh, yeah. I'm holding a 55-1 ticket on them to win the national title. Crossing the fingers. Hopefully <laughs> they can get it done. We'll wrap up the show on the other side. It's the Lombardi Line presented by BetMGM. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is the Lombardi Line with former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now here is your host, Timmy Abebefe on VSEN, the sports betting network. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM Rewards points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like bonus bets and bet insurance tokens. Planning a trip to Vegas? You can also convert your BetMGM points into MGM Rewards points that you can use towards dining, shows, and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM Resorts properties located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. Sign up with BetMGM or log on today to get an even bigger piece of the action with BetMGM Rewards. Rewards, eligibility restrictions apply. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. New and existing customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire in seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welcome back. This is the final segment of the Lombardi line presented by BetMGM. Femi Abebefe alongside Mike Pritchard filling in for Michael Lombardi, who's enjoying some much needed 
time off. Uh, thank you once again to all of our guests here on the program earlier in the show. We had Aaron Wilson, Texas reporter of KPRC2 in Houston. Jonathan Von Tobel, VEASANT senior NBA analyst, also host of the Hardwood Handicappers podcast. Make sure you check that out. Charles Arbuckle, NFL analyst and host of Chopping It Up with Buck. And then in the last segment, our buddy Thomas Gable, race and sportsbook director over at the Borgata. Thank you to those gentlemen for joining us here on the Lombardi line. And Pritch, before we go a little bit further, mm-hmm. let's hand out our pro tip for the show because franchise tag deadline coming up March 7th. That's on Tuesday. Right. New league year will begin the week after that. Free agency then kicks off. I think for a lot of betters, as we discussed the NFC odds earlier this hour, the AFC division odds in the last hour, making sure that you're keeping up with what's going on in the news before you jump the gun and 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 weigh in your with your opinion in these futures markets. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, here's where you want to follow insiders uh, because we're about we're approaching the new league year, like you mentioned, the legal tampering period, if you mm-hmm. will, before free agency, which is already underway. Well, it, the illegal <laughs> yes. one is underway the illegal because one, we yeah. just had that, you know, whether it's shrimp cocktail yep. or, or something else out there in Indy, uh, some deals were struck, uh, you know, some conversations were had and some tampering was going on. So uh, I think it'll help your betting, uh, your, your, your bankroll, uh, if you can just lock in some insiders, it, it doesn't matter the team, it doesn't matter the situation, find out who the insiders, the key insiders are, uh, and, and get that information from them. Because I think you can benefit that way uh, in regards to what's about to happen with free agency. Yeah, I think that's really sound advice for all sorts of bettors to make sure you know what's going to happen before you go ahead and play some of those bets. That is our pro tip here for the show. You can visit all of our pro tips across the network at vcin.com slash tips. Well, Bridge, we got seven and a half minutes before we wrap up the show. Mm -hmm. Let's get into the pro's perspective. Pritch is most critical NFL off seasons as we begin the new league year in about a week or so. We picked three teams that you selected mm-hmm. that you think have critical off seasons ahead of them. The first one right here where we're sitting in Las Vegas with the Raiders. Yeah, it is. You know, you think about Josh McDaniels and um, his history as a head coach, not as an OC and in the six Super Bowl rings and uh, the relationships he's had with Tom Brady and everybody else, but as a head coach, uh, you know, it started off like gangbusters out there in, in, in Denver. Uh, before Junior Spygate, <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, and then the shine quickly uh, wore off of Josh McDaniels and they started losing and he got fired. Uh, now, you know, they're out here in Vegas, Josh McDaniels, Dave Ziegler, uh, and they just jettisoned their franchise quarterback. So they want to start all over. They want to start with a, a guy that they can develop and, and bring along or, or perhaps go to veteran route. Either way, it's a critical decision, though. Uh, because you you just got rid of a proven commodity, a proven player, a guy who was uh, productive and, and certainly brought out the best in Josh Jacobs. And uh, you think about Devontae Adams, um, you know, that, that team seemingly was on a projection for trying to make the playoffs again. But now you're kind of starting all over at that position, a critical position. So I, this is a critical offseason because I, I think it just sets the tone for this franchise. I mean, if they get it wrong... All of a sudden, this franchise is probably going to look for another head coach pretty soon. Yeah. If they get it right, maybe they're sustainable, sustained excellence, if you will, uh, which really sets up the, the Raiders for a number of years. And it felt like there was a lot of heat on Josh McDaniels, yeah. even with this just being year number one. Oh, yeah. And everyone's just like, oh, they're blowing all these leads. Mm-hmm. What's going on and stuff like that. So they got to get this thing turned around in a very difficult division. Well, right. On top of that, Patrick Mahomes, you got Justin Herbert is going to get a new deal. And then what, what, what if the Chargers are now consistent? And then 
you know, the Denver Broncos with, mm-hmm. with Peyton. Uh, if they get that right now with Peyton and Russell Wilson, where are the Raiders going to be, right? Uh, and so th- this is a critical, critical offseason uh, for that franchise. How about the Minnesota Vikings, who won the NFC North last year? Mm-hmm. Why did they make the list? Well, they made the list because I, Kirk Cousins, I, I believe, is probably going to be in his last year as a starter that way, cemented. Um, I, I think they have a Super Bowl run in them uh, if they can secure the defense, right? Yeah. Uh, O'Connell did a great, great job. Uh, the personnel that they have offensively uh, certainly tells you as a better that they're going to have a superb year. What, they had 13 wins last year. Uh, and think about it, with a defense that was 28 to 32 in terms of points allowed. And they were 13 wins. <laughs> Look so, at their points per game. Yeah. <laughs> they gave up more than they scored. <laughs> right. So it's a critical offseason in regards to if this team, with a new defensive coordinator now, um, if this team can get the personnel on that side of the ball to help out the offense. If they do, you know, this team can make that run. I mean, with Kirk Cousins and, and this seemingly final year situation, but it could turn into more if they do uh, crack open that Super Bowl run window. Uh, so they have to get it right defensively in this offseason, though. I think the one thing for the Vikings, and the one word I would use for their offseason, mm-hmm. is honesty. Okay, They have to be honest with themselves about their record and where their actual true standing is because we talked about how they gave up all those points. Right. They had a negative point differential despite winning 13 games. They can't think that they're only a couple pieces away before the being Super Bowl contenders. They have to kind of be aggressive on that defensive side of the ball to really elevate this thing because the ball bounces a couple of ways, uh, a different way there. They mm-hmm. could be a 7-10, and 8-9 caliber team and not the 13-win team that we saw last year. Right. I think they were honest because you go out and hire Brian Flores as your Which defensive was, coordinator. It's a great step. It's yeah. a great step, right? And say, well, ah, you know, what we had last year, just not cutting it. And then, But you also have to upgrade the personnel. And I, and I think there's a chance to do that uh, with Flores knowing what he wants uh, on that side of the ball, too. So uh, they have enough cap space, too, to do it, I believe. And, um, yeah, they, they, they have to catch up to that offense. If they do building on 13 wins the way that they won the games last year too from a betting perspective uh, I, th- I think that could be phenomenal how about the detroit lions mm-hmm. big offseason ahead of them in motown man i'm telling you it's been a long time coming since uh, this franchise could get it right and sustain it uh, i i think you got to go back to the barry sanders days when mm-hmm. i was playing uh and watching that team uh and even then you know it was inconsistent up and down in terms of making runs in the playoffs right and um playing against that team too uh, one of the things about Detroit back then was, you know, they had excellent, excellent personnel, but it wasn't cohesive, though, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think what Campbell has created and what he has right now, they have three picks in a top 50 uh, in Man. this year's draft. Um, now, they're making some room with, with free agency and everything, but I don't know if they have to be a big player that way. I, I think they're on the right track, and they're very, very close with personnel. Um, if they get this draft right, Femi, and this offseason being so critical, this team can be the prize of that division for a number of years. But they're already the favorite yeah. to win a division. I mean, the transition or, uh, you know, the turnover there within a division, we'll see what Chicago does. But I, I think the Lions are out in front of what Chicago wants to do. And then we might be on the tail end of Minnesota, depending on what they do. And then certainly, you know, Green Bay is not going to be anything what they were with Brett Favre and, and Aaron Rodgers. They're not going to have that with Jordan Love. So um, I, I think the Lions are, are in a prime situation 
uh, to really knock it out the park for a number of years if they get it right this offseason. Now they pick six. Mm-hmm. Would you take a chance at one of these quarterbacks, or do you just build around Goff and what they already have? I I think you can still get a quarterback. Uh, You know, there's a number of flaws still with a lot of these quarterbacks, and and depending on what you want to do. But if they go out and get a premier defensive player to go along with um, Aiden Hutchinson, I mean, and then you got a Cuda in the back. I mean, they, they have great offensive line interior play, too. It's like they're so close to getting it right or sustaining it. Uh, I don't know if you reach at quarterback that high. Yeah, because I, I know some Lions fans are like, hey, maybe we should, you know, get a guy and almost <laughs> do like kind of like what the Chiefs did mm. when they had Alex Smith, mm-hmm. but they moved up to get Patrick Mahomes. They sat Mahomes pretty much the entire year and then turned the keys over to him the next year. Obviously, the rest is history out yeah. there in Kansas City, two Super Bowls later. Yeah, yeah. I mean, is there a Patrick Mahomes in this draft, though? <laughs> but <laughs> Next year's draft. There it, could be a Patrick there Mahomes. There could be. But think back in 2017. We didn't think Mahomes was going to be what he was going to be. Yeah. You never know in the NFL. Caleb Williams, he's Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> he's really nice. He's really nice. He's a problem at USC, yeah. the reigning Heisman Trophy winner. <laughs> that does it for us here on the Lombardi Line. For Mike Pritchard, I'm Femi Benfei. For our producer, Elliot Bowman, who will wish you all the best of luck later on today. Coming up next, The Handle with Dave Ross and Matt Brown here on VCND Sports Betting network xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.